Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits. I want to talk about not so much climate change, but one of the aspects of climate change. A plan by the government to ban the sale of fossil fuel cars, i.e. petrol and diesel cars, from 2030 has been described as unrealistic. Uh, The Minister for Climate Action and Environment, Richard Bruton, published draft's general scheme of the Climate Action Amendment Bill 2019 yesterday and said that it was a priority legislation. In other words, he's serious. Uh, The bill aims to ban the sale of fossil fuel cars, diesel and petrol, from 2030 and would see fossil fuel cars not getting NCTs uh, from 2045. So kiss your ass goodbye to your diesel and petrol car. 2030, there'll be no more of them. The Labour Party climate spokesman Sean Sherlock TD said the government's proposal to ban the sale of petrol and diesel cars from 2030 is completely unrealistic and without greater supports. He said the token proposal to ban the sale of fossil fuel cars by 2030 is unrealistic and far ahead of what other better prepared countries are proposing. For example, in the UK, they will ban the sale from 2040 and considering reducing that uh, to 2035 if they can do it. He added, meanwhile, Ireland is far behind in the rollout of electric cars and infrastructure. It doesn't look... Leo Varadkar said this. Oh, yeah, we're going to ban the sale of uh, uh, petrol and diesel cars for 2030. Well, that's not a very good Leo Varadkar impersonation, but something along those lines. What a stupid thing to say. I mean, why would you say something that's completely unrealistic and is not going to happen? It's not even a good soundbite. A good soundbite would be interesting. That's not even interesting. It's it's completely unrealistic because it's impossibility. And to be honest with you, going forward, I don't even think electric cars are the solution. Personally speaking, I think good, efficient, hybrid cars would be the solution if we are that concerned about carbon emissions from cars. And if we really believe that, you know, by reducing carbon emissions, well, I suppose apart from reducing carbon emissions, we need to reduce our reliance on fossil fuels apart from anything else. But even the reduction of carbon emissions, if it is really going to make that much difference to the change in the climate. But anyway, people believe that. And that's fair enough. If you want to believe that, you can believe it. Some people don't believe it. That's grand as well. All right. But the point is, Either way, getting rid of fossil fuel cars eventually would be a good thing because we would reduce our reliance on fossil fuels. But there is still no sense of how the government will support low-income families who will not be able to afford electric cars because at the moment they're completely unaffordable. You will see little pieces of, you know what, driving around just because they're electric, they're 27 grand or 30 grand and they're only small cars. I mean, they're not decent looking cars at all. But because they're electric, the batteries only last about 10 years and have to be replaced at a massive cost. It's like replacing an engine. Um, the, halfway through the battery life, their battery charge or their life goes down so you don't get as, many, as much mileage out of them. At the moment, the charging at best is still about a half an hour to get a full charge. Uh, on a battery. The technology for that doesn't seem to be improving too much. And uh, looking forward, I was looking at the future of the technology and charging. Uh, In the next 10 years, they're hoping to reduce that to 10 minutes for a full charge. How is that going to work? Now, I know we'll have charging points at home, um, you know, eventually they'll be charging. But people are still going to want to top up, maybe, if they're, you know, out on the street. So what's going to happen to all the Apple Greens and the Ks and the Maxols and all the garages? Are they all just going to close down? Or the ones that'll be left there to charge people's cars up and people are visiting them, what's going to happen? Are, are we all going to stand there like gobshites for 10 minutes topping our cars up? That's just, that's, it's completely unworkable. And then what about the production of electricity? We're not going to produce it from wind farms. That's not going to happen. So we're going to use more fossil fuels to produce more electricity to power these cars in the first place. So the whole thing makes 
absolutely no sense whatsoever, but the government are rolling ahead with it anyway. Uh, Brian Cook, Director General of the Society of the Irish Motor Industry, says the government should not be removing supports for buying electric cars. Mr Cook said, we've already been in the beginning of the withdrawal of some of the supports for electric vehicles. In other words, they're now starting to charge for, you know, where it was free to charge a car at the side of the road, if you can actually find a charging point, they're now starting to charge for it. In other words, the whole idea of making that free was to encourage people to do it. And now we're already discouraging people by charging them. Uh, the Green Party Climate spokesman David Heavely welcomed the draft scheme, but said the new national development plan is needed. He said Ireland faces the challenge of decarbonising at a rate of 7 to 8% a year, which is three or four times faster than currently planned, which is not going to happen, by the way. This will require a stronger all-government climate action plan and a completely uh, different national development plan reflecting the new ambition. What a load of nonsense. None of that's going to happen. So today I want to get your thoughts on the proposals of banning the sale of petrol and diesel cars. Maybe you're an electric car driver. Maybe you've purchased, you're one of the very few, the chosen few, who happen to have an electric car. How does it work it out for you? Have you tried to go to Cork recently from Dublin? Or have you tried to go from Galway to, I don't know, to Belfast or something like that recently? How did you get on? Did you break down halfway? Did you run out of fuel? Or, no, electricity, sorry. Did you run out of electricity? Because they do have a limited amount of mileage, so to speak. You know, you can only travel a certain distance before you have to recharge the damn things. And apart from that, else, I was talking to somebody recently who had um, a leaf. Now, I think his leaf is about four or five years old. But he said, you know, once the battery starts to go down a little bit, you have to turn off the heating and don't use the windscreen wipers and turn off your radio to save your battery power. And I said, ah, stop, would you? So, who? I mean, who's interested in that carry-on? Let me know if you honestly believe the end of diesel and petrol cars is on the way. And is that a good idea? Uh, The number is 087-188-008. Michael, you're on Classic Kits. How are you doing, Michael? Sorry, no, happy new year. Happy new year, Michael. (laughs) <laughs> I, well, it's, you know, we're at the seventh now, really. It's past the point of saying Happy New Year, isn't it? But look, look, let's go for it anyway. All right, Happy New Decade. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I had an argument with somebody, by the way, just before Christmas, because I said it was the end of a decade, and they said, no, it's not. And I said, it is. And they said, no, not till the end of 2020. And I said, no, it's a new decade. It's 2020. But yeah, they, they, wouldn't, they, but they wouldn't agree with me. They said, no, it's not the end of the decade till 2020, the end of 2020. Which I kind of understood what he meant, but yeah. Semantics, semantics, semantics. Semantics, yeah. Yeah. Well, Michael, I mean, do you honestly believe, according to Leo Varadka, that we will stop selling diesel and petrol cars in 2030? You know, they said they had the children's hospital built by a certain day. But they had this, you know, they say a lot of things, but like at the end of the day, I mean, I'm all for, you know, new technology and stuff. And, you know, realistically, if I was calling the shots, I'd introduce it and let it, you know, develop a little kind of foundation and then, you know, let the market decide. But they're kind of sledgehammering this in, like, it's kind of like the language thing with the transgender. You have to you have to use certain language with transgenders. Like, they don't give you a choice. It's kind of like real socialist, Soviet kind of Nazi behavior, you know. It's just bizarre. It's yeah, really- yeah, you have to do it. We, we, we've decided this is what's going to happen, yeah. whether you like it or not. And ultimately, all the things you pointed out there, I mean, ultimately, realistically, if 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 what they said does happen, it'll be only very, very rich people that can afford these cars that don't last very long. I mean, the people that swear by these cars, they swear by them in the first one to two to three years. And they're like, oh, it's amazing. Oh, I'll never go back. But after that, like, as you say, with your mom to leave. And I've seen it myself. They, they do. They're like mobile phones. Yeah, the, the, the battery. battery. Yeah, the yeah. battery is the problem. Yeah, yeah. 
it falls apart after a while. It's great for and well, it will, it's, like, it's like your mobile phone. Like if you have a mobile phone about a year, your battery life goes down to what they call say eighty yeah. percent. If you have it two years, it's down to seventy percent. In other words, it doesn't charge as well as it used to because the battery has a memory yeah. effect. So and you can yeah, yeah, you can manage that with a phone. But you're on the motorway. <laughs> if you're trying to get to, as you said, if you want to go to Cork or you want to visit your family or you're a, you're a businessman who, or a salesperson or you're a, a businesswoman or whatever it is, and, and you're trying, you need your car to fly around the place. Like a diesel engine in those situations is a gift, but you you force people to use these electrics. I mean, it's just not realistic. I don't. I honestly like. I don't want to be going on about conspiracies or anything, but it's almost like <clears throat> I heard someone on the. No, I'm not into conspiracies, right? But. Uh, you kind of are, Michael. No, I meant the realistic ones. But someone on the internet, I do entertain them. I, I, I'll admit that. In, they can be interesting <laughs> to read. Yeah, go on. Yeah. yeah. So this guy was saying, like, this is the plan. They want everyone to get rid. They want to get rid of everyone's cars and to have us. They want to like wipe out the middle class and the lower class. And they're going the right way about it, you know, because only rich people. Well, now the only the only thing I will say about the cost of these cars at the moment, the basic car is like twenty seven or thirty grand, right, for a small electric car. Which, but yeah, over in Europe, that car is only fifteen grand. Yeah, but but I was looking at it say in the UK, in the UK they have a new electric Corsa. Now it's a bloody Corsa, right? Don't get me wrong, Corsa is not a bad economic car, but it's twenty seven thousand in the UK for an electric Corsa. Now that's probably thirty five or thirty seven thousand here for a Corsa. Now, a yeah. Corsa is a nice car, don't get me wrong, but 37 grand for a Corsa, you're having a laugh. Yeah, you're mad. Because it's electric. Yeah. You know. it's, uh, yeah, it's, I don't know, it's, it's and like, they're going, like, I mean, they'll wipe out the mechanic jobs, it'll be all computers fixing your car. Well, like, there's no engine as such. It's a motor. Yeah. And the rest of the world, the rest of the world isn't taking this on. Well, I, I, I have no problem, I mean, when you say we wipe out the mechanic, right? Look, the world changed their landscape anyway. Well, yeah, well, look, no, that, that's like we the world changes. Let's say, for example, yeah, no. if you talk about the printing press, right? Uh, yeah. You know, there was a lot of years and years ago. There was loads of people who worked in the printing industry. Nowadays, yeah. it's kind of reasonably unnecessary. We all have our own printers at home, or we print yeah. stuff off and work, so we don't need them as much as we used to, right? So those kind of jobs move with technology. And in saying that, there has to be somebody there to make the printers, so it's replaced by somebody else who makes a printer. So but that, that's over a hundred year period. But the yeah, but, government are producing, saying like we'll just we'll do this in, in what twenty twenty now they in ten years. What the hell? Like get real. Well, you know yeah, I mean? well, I mean, I'm I'm wondering what's going to happen to say you know all these wonderful apple greens which have popped up all over the place. I, are they all going to just come out of business in ten years? Because really, they can't rely on selling cigarettes and Mars bars. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's just, it's not, it's, I don't know what planet they're living on. And you know what? This government probably won't even be in power next this year. So I don't know what they're, go- they're trying because to Because they're not going to be charging cars and garages. That's just not, that's yeah. never going to happen. And another thing as well that you've said yourself many times in the show, do people not realise that the fuel, the electricity comes from burning fossil fuels? Like, So then we increase the demand for electricity. We're not going to get it all from wind farms and yeah, we have to use more gas and oil to produce that electricity. Okay, well let me let me go to Martin. Martin, you're in classic hits. You're not in favour of this either, Martin, no? No, I I just I just like I'm I'm beggar to believe this government gets more bizarre the the longer it stays in. I mean it's just obviously a 
headless chicken approach to try and keep the it green will be it, it will be essentially illegal to own a petrol or diesel car they're saying illegal to own one from 2045 they won't be able to sell any it'll be illegal to sell one from 2030 but from 2045 you will not be able to NCT one anymore so in other words it'll be illegal to drive a car that's petrol or diesel from 2045 well I, I, I think the voters will put it up to them that the whole thing is just not workable I mean you know in such a small time span to c- completely turn about uh, a whole country's and not just a whole country's whole society's mode of transport you know when when money's tight for at least half the population as it is already and obviously the banks are not lending money so who, but what's the but, but I'm, I'm trying to figure out what the advantage is if you take the, the newest cars on the market now now I, I mean okay I have a decent car I have a BMW 5 series mm-hmm. right and it's not it's fairly new it's only three years old right so that car is very efficient. It would have very low emissions. Um, and if everybody drove efficient and low emission cars, we wouldn't mm-hmm. have as big a problem as we would, as they claim we have, right? Yeah. Exactly. And surely the future would be to have really good hybrid cars that produce their own electricity. Yeah, sure. yeah I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm very much a, a fan of that being the next stepping stone. I mean, you know, it has to be a stepping stone approach. Uh, and the, hi- the hybrid's great because obviously it recharges itself. And you haven't got an infrastructure problem like, say, with the garages and yeah, you still have to use diesel, yeah. And, yeah, and all the rest of but it. But you're getting 130, 140 to the gallon, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then also, you 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 you've got garages who were predominantly diesel moving on to that kind of technology, uh, you know. And then obviously the batteries themselves. I mean, there's big questions on the how do you how do you power that power that. I mean, a lot of people say, oh, sustainable energy and wind farms and all the rest which you've already said that they're not going to match it. But nobody's actually talking about the fact that the whole of this is driven to get us to go nuclear at the end of the day, because you, you don't create a... a oh, don't green, mention the green. N-word. You've just mentioned well, the N-word. Well, but this is it. Get the Greens on side. <laughs> get the Greens on side, all with electric cars, and then tell them you haven't got the electricity, and you're going down the nuclear route straight away. Yeah, back to Karen Sower Point again. Yeah, so, you know, and then that's more toxic than what we're throwing in the atmosphere anyway. Yeah, so, we, I mean, so, the, the, so the electricity has uh, this demand that we're going to have. I mean, when you think about it, we have 2.2 million cars in this country. Yeah. If, if we're all going to change to electric, there's going to be a massive demand for electricity on the grid. Yeah. So it has to come from somewhere. Yeah, and it ain't going to come from sustainable. No, it's know, not. It's not at so, all. It's not for another so 100 years. The, the, the only option outside of that loop is nuclear. And then when you go and build a certain reactor looking for nuclear fusion techniques mm. you've, you've now seen the end game so the nuclear industry has been rubbishing the co2 issue pumping up the climate change uh, disaster to outside proportions but, but, but the, but the whole thing is we're, we're basing this all by the way on a hypothesis not even a theory but it's a hypothesis climate change. And, yeah the hypothesis is and nobody's doubting by the way that the world's climate is changing there's nobody doubts that for a minute right? anybody I who even doubts that. that is a fool right but what we are and what people do doubt and what a lot of scientists and experts doubt is the impact that we personally have on it as human beings um, so we're basing this on a hypothesis that cars on the road are having a massive effect on the climate and it's only a hypothesis is what it is. Yeah, but I mean, you know, if you yeah. take the hypothesis to the nth degree, uh, you know, um, Mrs. Miggins going to the post office in her Nissan Micra is making absolutely no difference to the to, no, to the climate output in Ireland. So, you know, Ireland has been... Why, know, why do we have to be the leaders be, here? Yeah, exactly. You know, being the poster boys for this kind of thing ain't really a workable option for Ireland, you know. Well, <laughs> you see, well, they're playing... See, you got Varadkar and Coveney here playing to a gallery. 
you know, yes. a, a gallery of people who are woke, so to speak. <laughs> right. Okay. Okay. <laughs> and and that's what they're trying to do. And and it, you know, it's a vote getter. You know, look, we'll, we'll, yeah. we'll throw we'll throw out a soundbite here. You know, we're going to ban all these cars and we're going to stop selling them from twenty thirty, which is an un, completely unrealistic. It's not never going to happen. So yeah, I mean, why do we even allow them to say silly things like this? Well, they've, emo- they've emotionally and mentally hijacked young people, and the, yeah. the propaganda is fascinating to watch it. Like, and apart from anything else, by the way, I was talking to somebody recently who has an electric car, and he said they're dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> he said the acceleration on these cars. I mean, a Leaf, as far as I know, accelerates faster than a Lamborghini. You know what I mean? So, well, I mean, I, I, yeah. I, I uh, turned around was Christmas shopping and I was near B and Q, uh, and and I just noticed a car moving up, and I thought, oh, I shouldn't have gone deaf. <laughs> yeah. I know you kind of get an awful fright when one comes up behind you and I, said, I was in a petrol station last week and the drivers were getting frustrated queuing to get fuel and only off the road for about three minutes while fueling up there will be a charger rage uh, then and also electric is not as environmentally friendly as people think now of course it's not because they've talked about the production of electric cars and the batteries involved and I remember if I remember rightly it's 130,000 miles uh, the, the car will have to do to justify the carbon emissions from producing the batteries for the car in the first place. So in other yeah. words, they're, they're not that yeah. good for the environment at all. How, how do you run a courier business? Or how do you run... Well, yeah. Or, know, exactly. there, but it's just like, you know... It's, and what it's, about your 18-wheeler? I mean, he's not going to be using an electric 18-wheeler, is he? You can't no. make exemptions for one thing. and another. You know, it's really... Like farms, everything uses... Tractors. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, if they put, if they put filters, I mean... Some of the technology over in Germany that they have is, is mind-blowing. They put filters on on cars and on and they can put filters on technology where you actually catch the emissions. You catch well, we, the well, we do. We do make, have them. All modern cars have a catalytic converter yeah, anyway. Yeah, they yeah. want. They want. They. This is the madness of it, right? They, they talk about. They don't even use scientific terms. They talk about carbon neutrality. Like you can't have carbon is the essence of life. We are carbon-based creatures. The source of that carbon is carbon monoxide. These are supposed to be scientists. Well, well, no, well, not all scientists agree, by the way. But let, let me just go to Robbie as well. Robbie, you're on Classic Kids. How are you doing, Robbie? I'm not bad yourself. Uh, Robbie, it's a bit of a, a stretch for the government to jump up and say, oh, by 2030, we're going to span the sale of, you know, diesel and, and petrol cars. Yeah, it is. But, um, I mean, this government will say anything. But I kind of disagree with you all in a sense that I think that in time it will happen, you know. But it's not going to be here in Ireland that it's going to be happening from you know, because for one, we're not a car manufacturing country, you know. But um, I think, like, maybe the 2045 figure is probably more realistic than the 2030 figure. But um, I, I think you're all dismissing it a bit too out of hand. And I think in time that, look, I mean, 25 years ago, would you have said that many houses that are getting built these days would have no gas going into them and be solar that they're working off? That's happening now, you know? Mm-hmm. So look at, well, I mean, he, well, I think heat exchange is probably the future of heating for homes. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Well, but, I mean, but, that, but mind you, heat exchange is not a new technology. It's been in the United States for years. Yeah, I know. But yeah. I'm still saying the point is like 30, 40 years ago, you never thought that would have happened. Well, yeah, but you know, so, well, at the moment, well, well, the greatest respect, solar, solar all, uh, when you see solar panels on a house nowadays, it produces very little power. It's usually for heating water. Domestic, yeah. We're, yeah. we're talking about industrial stuff here. We're not talking about heating your water tank. We're talking about running trucks and buses and planes, aeroplanes. Well done for missing the point I was making. What What's I was the saying point? is, well, if you let me talk, then you might hear it. What Go I'm ahead. saying is that in time, thanks very much, in time, <laughs> in 50 delight. years' time, you may not know that it could be here. Industrial and commercial and residential. 
Who yeah, knows but, what will yeah, be but that's a hypothesis. Years, yeah, but you're you're speaking hypothetically. Right now, they're not producing any te- the technology that they've shown us right now, and what they're basing this on. It's not realistic. So what you're basically saying is, well, the technology might exist at some stage, and then they can use No one's saying that. What we're saying is they're introducing a law right now, trying to, legislation right now, based on, and we're judging them based on what they are presenting us, the technology they're presenting us right now. And it's not workable. It's not practical. It's, it isn't practical, Robbie. It isn't. I mean, well, I, 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 I'm, I'm going to read something here for you. Somebody... I said by 2045, yeah. it probably is a lot more practical. Now, the thing is that they only put 3 million euros into um, roadside chargers in the budget just gone. I'm sure you but, but, but think about this logically. 2.2 million cars, right? That's how many cars yeah. are on the road. Now, at the moment, by the way, electric cars are not really selling, right? They're, they sell very few of them. I think uh, two years ago they sold 300. I think last year they sold a couple of thousand, right? Or whatever it was, right? Um, they're not really selling, right? And the reason is because it's awkward. People are concerned about how far they can go on us. You know, yeah, I mean, they run out of fuel or, or electricity halfway through the day. Yeah. They have to hang around a garage for 45 minutes waiting for it to charge. All this kind of stuff, right? So the problem is that it is based on a theory that electric cars are the future. And realistically, for 2.2 million cars... Where are we going to charge them all? Yeah, it's not practical. It's just it's not, it isn't practical, Robbie. But that's what I'm saying. They'd only put three million euros into roadside charges this year. But in time, it will change, and the technology will be there. And like, I mean. If we think that it won't change, then it's a bit silly to think that technology won't change. No, I, I, I do believe years, technology you know. will change, and I've said and, already. I think and I, I think... genuinely believe that the likes of the internal combustion engine may be a thing of the past in in years to come. Will we see it? Maybe, maybe not. We don't know. But the, I definitely think it will be gone in time. Yes, absolutely. Uh, well, I, I'm not. I'm not doubting that. I think you know technology changes and cars get better and they've changed. And if you look at the car engine nowadays compared to the ones we had 40 years ago, <laughs> where you had a choke and it would never start on a cold morning and all yeah, those yeah. kind of cars. So, <laughs> exactly. so electric cars, or cars in general, change. But if somebody says here, Nile, I work in a VRT. Hybrids and electric cars are a complete joke. Hydrogen is the future. Hybrids are great in the city, but as soon as you take it out into the open uh, road, they burn more fossil fuels. Uh, uh, than any diesel. Uh, people think they're saving the planet by driving electric cars, but they don't realise how much carbon it takes to actually produce these batteries in the first place. And, yeah, and I would agree with that. Yeah. And somebody else says, electric cars are only a stopgap. Check out the Japanese Olympics. Oh, hold on, I'm losing there. They're scrolling past me too fast. Japanese Olympics, the plan is to use hydrogen fuel. Los Angeles is switching and Google owners are investing in this uh, technology, says Denison Cork. So there's two different people have mentioned hydrogen and somebody mentioned yeah. that before, which basically means you'll fill your car up with water. Yeah, that's another yeah. thing that may come in time, but again, it's only like... Well, here's the, here's the problem, with, yeah, that. The problem with that, right? There's a problem with that, it's right? It's flammable. So you've, got, you've got China and India and Russia and all these, and Brazil, and they have no intention of going on the hydrogen. So you're going to introduce a technology on this side of the world where things run on water. That's basically free energy technology. And then on the other side of the world, you're going to force them to pay for petrol and diesel and all. So you're going to have a war. None of this is going to work out. Like it's the way depends, it's depends on the car manufacturers where they come from. You know, if all the car manufacturers do it, then you don't have any choice, you know? Yeah, but, but the point the lads are making here is, and I think it's fair to say that both Martin and Michael are saying... Let the technology happen. Let it develop itself. Yeah. But, but, but by trying to force it. it based on a, a hypothesis of reducing carbon, yeah. it seems like yeah. a pointless that, exercise. Yeah, yeah. It, it has to be a stage stepping stone approach. And if they yeah. actually planned it out properly and they presented it to people, then they get probably get people on side. But this sort of like knee-jerk vote-catching reaction in government that we seem to have that yeah. you know, can't see beyond 18 months, you know, yeah. it, it's just winding us all up. 
Okay, we'll stay there, lads. Uh, I've got to take a break. Keep texting. The number is 0871880808. Hi, Lyle. Hydrogen, the way to go. Lord Nuffield invented that in the early 20th century. What's wrong with his idea, says Adrian? Well, nothing if it works, Adrian, because essentially it just uses water to produce hydrogen. Uh, the guy on the carbon was spot on, and this subject should be debated a lot more. Without carbon, we're screwed. Uh, glo- global warming, uh, carry on, is a tax for everyone. Wake up, people. Hydrogen should be lo- uh, looked at more. Why are so many people mentioning hydrogen? A lot of people mention hydrogen here. And they're all different people. I thought it was other than the same number. Number says, now look up at the Katango mine uh, in the Democratic Republic of the Congo. Maybe Greta should visit us to see how what a stolen childhood actually looks like. Uh, I'm assuming this is where they're making these batteries. And by the way, they get the, the lithium, I think, I assume, for these batteries. Lithium, are they lithium ion batteries? Uh, I also may, I saw a documentary there during the week where Tesla and also Dyson, of course, are leading the way in the production of batteries. But even at that, their 10-year, they have a you know a perspective of what they believe in 10 years these batteries will be able to do and how far we'll be able to go on them. They still don't envisage anything more than 400 kilometres. They still don't envisage being able to charge a battery in less than 10 minutes. I want to read sorry, that this text here by the Nissan Leaf. Here is, Hi, Nal. Just back from a weekend in Westport where we travelled in a Nissan Leaf from Dublin. Now, again, I, I want to say before I read the rest of this text, I don't know how old the, the Nissan Leaf is, but maybe we'll get a bit more information as we go on. Uh, the journey took us five and a half hours. We had to stop three times to charge the, the, the car. Absolute nightmare. The first stop uh, in Longford had only one charger and the so-called fast charger. Uh, we had to wait for other people to finish using it uh, before we could connect our car. After 40 minutes, we only got up to 60% charge, which we thought might be enough to finish our trip. Not the case. We later had to stop in Castle Bar for another 40 minutes to get enough battery to get us to Mayo. It barely got us the last leg with 2% left at midnight. The battery drained far faster than it should have and we uh, had no radio heaters on at that stage. I've heard this before. You have to turn off the radio and the heaters to make sure you don't waste the battery. We finally arrived five and a half hours later in what should have been a three-hour drive. Uh, half of the car's charging apps, uh, which show where chargers are legally available, show charging stations, which didn't, didn't even work when we got there. Yesterday's statement just goes to show, yet again, the complete inexperience and ignorance of the government. We simply do not have the infrastructure in this country to roll out their unrealistic proposals, and we are extremely a long way, uh, we're extremely long way off, uh, from that. Thanks for talking about the topic. Love the show. Now, who have I got to go to next? Um, let me see. Uh, I've got a Derry. Is it Derry? Hello, Derry. Hello. Derry, are you there? Hello, Niall, yes. How are you doing, uh, Derry? Good day to you, Niall. Good this day to my you. my first time conversing well, to you. Oh, what? well, it's lo- lovely talking to you. What would you like to say? What would I like to say? I would like to say about this energy mm. that we are racing headlong with wind that's going to provide everything for us. Mm-hmm. The trouble with wind, Niall... To put it simply, current needs to flow and flow continuously. That's right. And it can't fluctuate. They can't store I, it either. I, I I trained in electrical, right? Yep. And they can't store it. They can store it in batteries. There is one thing that can store it, all right, but it's flywheel technology that they use in spacecrafts, where the speed of it goes so fast anyway, we won't go into that. Now, the reason I got on to you was I heard this conversation concerning the energy system and the electric cars. If we want the electric cars to operate efficiently, 
we are going to have to have more electricity so that we can charge them. And we are charging up batteries that are going to be made that are going to then have to be Disposed gotten of. rid of. Yeah. And they are going to affect the bloody planet as well. Of course, yeah, but, and apparently you have to extract the cobalt to make these batteries yeah. in the first place, yeah. So where the hell is that? Hydrogen, which I believe is some other of your... Yeah, it's, people, a, it's interesting. I got a good few heavy, texts about hydrogen, yeah. This is the heavy water that the Germans were using to make the hydrogen bomb in the mm. Second World War. Yeah. Hydrogen is clean. It's water. The reason I think it's not being developed is that the powers that be decide, or the money men who control us decide, there's no money in this for us at the moment. Because it's water, essentially. Yeah, and we can't bleed the people like we've been bleeding them for years with what we've supplied them. The electricity that's been supplied, we have 2,000 wind turbines either in the process of being erected or going at the moment. They cost us an average of 20,000 per annum per turbine to the landlord. We give a 300 million subsidy from our PSOs to these as well. And then we have the lights, which you just heard of the company on there, giving us 26% if we sign up to them for fully green electricity, Mm -hmm. which is marvellous discount. No wonder they can do it when the government are giving them a subsidy that none of us know about and cannot find out. And I try to find out, Niall. And if you can find that out, it would be brilliant. Well, listen, you're the man who knows about the electricity. So let, let, let me, maybe you can answer a question for me. So one wind turbine, the big ones that we see when we're driving from Dublin down to Cork or whatever it happens to be, yeah. right? And you see these, the wind turbines all over this. Will that produce enough electricity, you know, to, to power a small town or just one house? Or I, From what I read, it won't even small, power a small house. No, no. No. It's kind of pointless then, isn't it? Unless we all have one out our back Niall, garden. Niall, Windsor Castle, which is the size of a small town, right? Yeah. Is driven by the Archimedes screw type using it in, in water to provide the energy for the whole of Windsor Castle by water, so which hi- is clean. Hydropower, yes. Hydropower, yes. But of course, again... We won't hear about that in this great little country of ours. Because it's free. And there's no money to be made out of it. There's no money to be made of it. These windmills are the greatest bloody racket under the sun. All right, okay, okay. well, I get the point, yeah. So from electric cars, we need more electricity, more electricity. Uh, we can't produce it from sustainable energy because we won't have enough of it. So we're going to have to use more diesel uh, and gas to produce that electricity in the first place. And that's, no, a good, that's a good, a good the point. The one simple thing that would, and I don't, if anybody can debunk it, Right, let him debunk it. The other thing, I'll finish on, on the wind. The, the efficiency of them is about 33%. That's all you get out of them anyway. Right? Yep. Hail, rain, or snow. Right? If we went, and I know people won't like me saying this, but by God, if we're facing doomsday Armageddon, if it's coming, well, by Christ, we might as well do what we can now. Mm. Right? Mm-hmm. And put up one little nuclear power station which should supply all our needs, which would cut all our emissions, and it's the most efficient 
type of energy that's available at the I moment. Could, I couldn't agree with you more, to be honest with you. And I know people are afraid of nuclear energy, but in saying that, look, you know, we have nuclear power stations all over the world. I know everybody thinks of the catastrophes that can happen. It's extremely rare, and it really hasn't happened very much. Uh, let me go to Peter. Thanks for that. Peter, you're on Classic Kids. How are you doing, Peter? Uh, pretty good, yeah. I, I'd agree with, the, with all the other calls as well, that uh, it's, a, it's a joke to get rid of them. Well, if everybody is saying it's a joke, and Helena is struggling to find somebody who actually thinks it's a good idea, why are we allowing our government to dictate to us what we should and shouldn't be doing? If we, well, all, if we all believe it's a joke. Well, I wouldn't say they're allowing it, because it won't actually be feasible, possibly. I mean, if, if everyone turned to electric cars or electric, that there's no such thing as tractors and diggers and everything else, um, the, the, the grid would collapse. There wouldn't be enough uh, power in the grid to do no, it. No, there wouldn't. Of course you, you obviously see it already that they're at capacity and at Christmas time you say, oh, we're just barely getting by and everything else. Where are you going to get all this electricity from? I have no idea. And the amount of electricity that you're going to put into a car is just ridiculous. Like, so there's no... It, 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 it's, 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 they're just imagining stuff. Like, it's not going to happen. They must be in fairyland or something. Like, so there's no way is it, is it feasibly possible. Yeah, I'm looking here at some of the the stuff that's online in relation to, you know, electric cars, you know, the child labour that's involved in the Congo in producing the cobalt or mining for cobalt for electric cars, you know. and Even all the solar panels. You see all the people getting solar panels in the house? Mm -hmm. I was was half thinking that. You go onto the ESB website. Do you know how much much money you'll make on 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 the the panels you put up from the ESB website themselves? Yeah. To have, I don't know if you've looked at it, but do you know how much they're saying you're going to make per year? How much? 220 quid. All oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> 20 quid a month. <laughs> you're going to a fiver a week. How much are they going to cost it on? You're going to save a fiver a week in your ESB bill. Oh, I know, I know, I know, I know. It's ridiculous. I, 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 I've no idea. I mean, it's it's all well and good for Leo to come out and say things like this, or Richard Bur- or Bruton to say Richard Burton, Richard Bruton to say things like this. According to his, and he only released this plan yesterday. This is the Climate Action Amendment Bill, which is part of legislation, and he said it's priority legislation that the sale will be banned. The sale of fossil fuel cars will be banned from 2030, and will be illegal after 2045. They, they, they do have that place in society, but like the ban is just ridiculous. Like if you're in Dublin, let's say short trips, and that's all you're doing, that's fine. But in a, if you're down the country, or if you need one for, you know, if you have a second car, you're going to want an electric. Well, I mean, I mean, the motor vehicle itself. I mean, the motor vehicle itself, the car, as we call it, right, has progressed and evolved over the last 100 years. If we look at cars today, and I believe we should just let them continue to evolve naturally. Trying to force their evolution is not going to work for us. Outlawing petrol and diesel cars won't prevent second-hand cars being sold. Yes, they will if we do it too quickly. You're not listening to the point we're trying to make of the show because obviously you've selective listening. It's time to get your collective heads out of your asses and wake up. Sir or madam, I suggest you take your head out from between your buttocks and actually listen to the show properly. Let me go to Connor. Connor, you're on the Classic Hits. How are you doing, Connor? Well, how are you doing? Good, Connor. You're in the motor trade. Yeah, I do. I do. Now, so you've skin, it's fair to say you've skin in the game, and that's fair enough. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I do. Um, I, I do. I do a mobile service, and well, I was saying that in your text there, and uh, um, earlier on my text, I was working on a uh, a car last year in Selbridge, a lady's car, and this was her first electric car. But her brother was the first guy to have an electric car in the country, okay. and he ended up selling it in the middle of two thousand and eighteen. He does a lot of trips to Mayo, and it just wasn't working out, and he'd nowhere to charge it, and not enough charging points. Yeah, um, was on to the, the company. Now that that is improving, by the way. I know, I know the di- the distance like, is improving. It has like because he he had rang them to say, look, when is there any more points? They weren't commissioned to do any more points, but he went back to a petrol car. Right, and uh, I mean, he was one of the first men here. But like, uh, just 
all the points that your previous caller just made there, I was going to say, make myself. It's um, it, it, look, it, it's just a ludicrous thing to turn around and say that by 2030 we'll have all petrol and diesel cars. It's it's just gone. You know, it's fairly land. It's, it's yeah, that you're not you're not going to be able to sell them anymore. And what what no, do you do, Connor? No. Are you a mechanic? Is it? No, I do. I do um, painter's center moving. I do. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. 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 Well, that's that's, that's um, doesn't affect your business product. so much. So yeah. yeah, because they're still going to get dented. But I mean, I imagine mechanics are going to have to reskill. Oh. Uh, a lot of them now, um, a lot of them are, are being retested and, 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 and retrained on, on all the electric cars. Yeah, because but they don't they don't really have an engine as such. They have an no, electric motor, no. you know, and gears, obviously. Well, no, that's they don't. They don't have gears either, do they? No, they don't. No, no. You just you, you get in, you um, put the foot and the pedal on the way. You go. Oh, they got, but, I mean, the other side of it too is Toyota themselves have a good like they're they're more geared towards the hybrid. They have a couple of electric cars, but most of them most of them are are, are, are the hybrid. You know, uh, I mean, I think, you know, an electric car, a small electric car would be all right for Mary or John, who yeah, maybe is retired yeah. and who wants to nip up and down to the shops every now and again. And they're not going to go too far in it. But for, from, for the majority of people who use their cars a little bit more than that, maybe, you know, for travelling mm-hmm. in Ireland from city to city, because, of, of course, our population is dispersed in this country around four major cities. So, I mean, we're snookered, really. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and and again, like the PowerPoints in them. I, <laughs> I was fixing the guy's car last year at Blanchardstown. He's a Renault, and he had it plugged in. So he went off and had a coffee, and I was doing a nice big dent on his bonnet. And the amount of people that were sitting waiting for that car to leave, and I mean, they came so they could, so they were, so, so they, they could, could charge up. Yeah, so they could charge. Now, up. I, I, again, that will be a problem that could be fixed in the future by having yeah. more charging yeah. points. But the problem is that's all going to cost money and more electricity to be used and that electricity has to be produced somewhere and you've already heard somebody who works in that industry saying that wind yeah. e- energy is not sustainable in the future. That's no. not, that's not no. the answer either, you no. know. No. So well, in other I words, we'll have, to produce more, we'll have to use more diesel and gas to produce that electricity. Exactly, exactly. And, and I mean, if you, if you wanted to be doing this back in 2018, that's when they should have been commissioned in the company to make more PowerPoints and I was, towards this now. I was watching a documentary one night and it was all about how they produce these batteries for these cars and it was quite shocking actually to see, yeah. you know, in, in places like the Congo where they get the cobalt from the ground, the mines that, and these little kids who are basically working slave labour uh, to produce this cobalt and it is, and for those people who are waffling on about climate change and saving the world and all that kind of thing, yeah. it's a bit hypocritical really, isn't it? It is, it is. And also too, I watched the programme there over Christmas with a Dutch scientist who was saying that, you know, you take the Tesla car you take uh, the bigger cars at the minute with the bigger batteries and what have you. After two years, those batteries are literally no good no. and they've got to be disposed of. So we said, you know, by 2000, we'll say, give 2060 and the whole world has gone electric. What do you do with the batteries? And you're going to have a pile of batteries stored up and it will be like storing uh, nuclear waste. What are we going to do? Bury them somewhere or throw them yeah, in the sea? All right. Well, listen, thanks for that, Connor. Appreciate it. Let me go to John as well, finally, on this. John. Oh, sorry, John. I didn't turn you on there. Not in the sexual sense, obviously. Uh, John, <laughs> how are you doing? Niall, Niall Good, I have a minute and a half. Go ahead, Fred. Go ahead, John. Yeah, Niall, look, they're looking in the wrong direction. Like, they really need to increase the, the public infrastructure. Absolutely, uh, yeah. Like, I mean, I don't know about Dublin over here in Cork. Uh, there was a report out before Christmas that the buses in Cork, they, they were 38% efficient. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean that means they were only showing up in time thirty eight percent of the time. Yeah, we need we need and a good subway system in Cork and in Dublin because Cork is quite exactly. it's quite big now. I mean, it's, it's sprawling now at this stage. So we need a good uh, public transport system to reduce the necessity to use a car in the first exactly, place. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. But I, I look, I'll even tell you a good story about it. Like, uh, well, I don't have time for the story now. Oh. I have thirty seconds, but go on. If you can make it very quick, John. 
Yeah, look, um, the time there, the protest there, I remember the students were protesting. And yeah. um, this to show you the government's reaction to it. Uh, there was a bus pulled up right beside, public bus pulled right up beside the protest. They were inside in traffic. And as he was taking off, the bus was so old, it blew a big plume of smoke straight into the protest bus. Oh, I know. It was so bad that they started coughing. They were coughing that bad. Yeah, well, no, I've seen I've seen some of the buses, some of the older buses here in Dublin, and the smoke coming out of them. I don't, you know, if you had a car like that, it certainly wouldn't pass an NCT. Thanks for that, John. Sorry for rushing you off the air. Somebody said it would probably take until twenty thirty to check the viability of this nonsense. Uh, somebody else says, "Nod, who sent in that previous text?" Uh, they obviously clearly don't have any very much information and are a lefty. Well, they obviously are a le- bit of a lefty. Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi award winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic.